0: Hey, cat. Hey, Jess. What's up? <laughs> I don't
1: know I just... <laughs> I there's <think> nothing. <laughs> I know, I was like, is it too early for something to be up? Yes. Yeah. We are up. We, we are up. up. In the moaning. We are doing stay inside in the morning. <laughs> in the moaning. In the moaning. before everybody's brain gets all mushy.
0: Yeah. I've already downed one cup of coffee. So. Oh my gosh.
1: You're way ahead of me. That's
0: good, but uh, definitely going to have another one.
1: Yeah. So that's what's up. Uh, My eyelids. my eyelids. eyelids (laughs) 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 But I guess, to be fair, you have an hour on me. So it makes sense that you've had an entire cup of coffee. Yeah. True. I woke up at
0: 7 my time, which is 6 your time.
1: Yeah, I don't wake up at 6 my time. I am sleeping as much as I can. That's for sure. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
0: Sometimes I roll over in bed after I check my work computer,
1: but... <laughs> Keep that on I the DL. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening and you work with Jess, she does not do that. <laughs> I do not do that. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> she will deny. I will deny. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what are we talking about today? Um. So, a story that I haven't, like ever heard of before i think it's kind of like a more of a local kind of story
0: okay um, i love in these colorado.
1: right i obviously am on the true crime side of tiktok and so sometimes when i'm like crap what am i gonna what am i gonna do i just kind of scroll tiktok and tiktok tells me same so tiktok told me what i was gonna do this week and it is about a little girl out of colorado okay and like i heard it and i was like oh yeah this is it like it just like was like yep i'm interested this this is it so (laughs) it drew you it drew yeah it did 100 percent. so that's what we're gonna do cool let's get into it let go
0: disclaimer, Kat is not
1: sick. She's just up early and her nose is (laughs) running. (laughs) My body hasn't acclimated to being awake yet. My alarm went (laughs) off a whole 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's all.
0: Love (laughs) a little true crime in the morning.
1: (laughs) In the morning. I know. Okay, so today's episode is going to be about Jessica Ridgeway. So this is Mm. a (laughs) <laughs> oh i thought you were about to say you know and i was like no no, no way no no um so i was just
0: like t- oh because that's my name
1: not Ridgeway. i know i know kidding. it was so funny <laughs> i was writing it and i was like Jessica's gonna get so like this is my name jessica ridgway she's a 10 year old little girl though okay okay um she lives in westminster colorado it's so funny when i look at it i'm like how the hell do i read that it's westminster colorado okay Um, she's an only child in her house. Um, her parents had been divorced, basically, like, all her life. It, I mean, like, reports, it was, like, amicable, amicable, you know? Like, they just kind of, like, this isn't working and, like, spit out, yeah. Um, and they did a co-parent really well, and, like, well, I mean, I say that. Her dad moved to Missouri and saw her once a year, so, like, her mom got to do whatever she wanted, so, like, I mean, I feel like that's... You know, you're still co-parenting at that point. But, yeah, you, so that's what happened. You
0: are, but that, like, that sucks that her relationship with her dad is, like, seeing him once a year.
1: but Right, yeah. Yeah. Jessica lives with her mom and her aunt, so her mom's sister, and her grandma, so mom's mom. Okay. And they all take a hand in raising her, obviously. They're all in the same. It's like a full house type of deal. Um,
0: Love it here for
1: it so mom (laughs) works like um like a a night shift job so that way she can have jessica during the day and so that's and then basically her parents or no basically jessica's grandma watches her and her aunt watch her if she wakes up like in the night or something
0: okay um is she homeschooled did you say that okay no she's not homeschooled it was a tag team effort Raising Jessica.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, like, it's full house. Like, everybody's doing this together. Love it. Um. So, the story really starts on this day in October when Jessica's in fifth grade. Okay. So, she's in fifth grade. And, like, you ask, she's not homeschooled. She does go to, like, regular school. Okay. Um, so, October 5th, her mom... Um, had just gotten home, like, 15 minutes before Jessica's alarm went off for her to get up and get ready for school. They said that she was, like, super independent, so she had been, like, no, mom, like, I need an alarm clock so I can get myself up. She's, like, it reminds me of Matilda. Right? Like, (laughs) no, I need this on my own. Yeah. So her mom started, like, making breakfast for her, so when Jessica came downstairs, you know, breakfast would be ready. Um, but when Jessica came downstairs, her mom was like, hey, it's snowing, you can't wear leggings, go back upstairs, to change. So she went upstairs, changed from, like, leggings to, like, jeans and a pink and black jacket. Okay. Um, that way, you know, like, she could be in the mm-hmm. snow. Because she did have, like, she walked to school. She didn't, like, get driven, the bus didn't pick her up, she lived close enough, she Okay, walked.
0: gotcha. Yeah. Uh, what year is this? Do you know? 2012. Okay.
1: Does she have yes. a cell
0: phone or not?
1: No. I don't think so. Like, most fifth graders, I feel like in 2000... Because I think... Wasn't I a fifth grader in 2012? No. I was in high school. <laughs>
0: like, no, ma'am.
1: <laughs> I forget. Um. So, I,
0: I got my first phone when I was in... I think it was... It was either fifth or sixth grade but it was because um like i'm the oldest child and i was like watching my brother essentially during the summers when my parents would work yeah um so like they would have me call and check in like if we went anywhere or if we came home so i was yeah, just curious to stay ahead yeah
1: and as an only child i guess it kind of makes sense for her to, her to have a phone too
0: right that's just yeah i just thought i'd
1: ask I, I get that fifth grade is young, but... Right, yeah. Well, I say that I had one in, like, second, but no. <laughs> whatever. I'm abnormal. Um, But no, so I don't, I don't think she had a phone. Like, nothing about this would indicate to me that she had a phone. Okay. Okay, so yeah, like I said, Jessica has a, like, short walk to school. It's, like, about, about like, three blocks. Okay. Initially, I was like, oh my god, I would never let my kid walk three blocks to school. Like, I feel like... No, that's not long, but, like, long enough, like... Sorry, I used to
0: walk, like, a mile
1: to school. You did? Yeah, like, literally in fifth grade, so... Oh, yeah, I would never let my kid do that. Not (laughs) now, anyway. Like, it was different, you know? So, we
0: we would ride our bikes. We wouldn't walk, but we would ride our bikes.
1: Yeah, and still different. And you're saying we, so you went with a pack, right? My brother. Yeah, so it's still different. Yeah,
0: that was, like, when we went to the same school, so.
1: Yeah. And Jessica actually walks, Jessica Ridgway, not Jessica, you, <laughs> Jessica Ridgway actually, like, walked with a pack of kids that would walk to school. So, like, oh, she, like, basically meet them. Yeah, yeah. So, she didn't walk it alone. So, she did walk with Peck. pack. So, anyway, so Jessica leaves at, like, 845 that morning, goes to meet up with her group, and mom cleans up the kitchen, goes upstairs, and passes out. Like, she just had her whole shift. Cooked to her kid, goes to bed, right? Yeah, No big deal. That's, like, I would think that's totally normal for somebody that works a night shift like that. Absolutely. You know? Right. Yeah. Send your kid Ugh. off, and you're good. <laughs> Heck yeah. My, my job's done. She's at school now, right? Yeah. Well, she left her phone downstairs um, when she went to bed and missed a call from the school at 10 a.m., you know, like, homeroom attendance. Yeah. Um, And it Basically, you know, they're letting her know that Jessica's not at school. Shit. Right. It wasn't until roughly, like, 4.30 that day, which kind of makes sense. Like, that's the whole time Jessica's supposed to be in school. So it's not until, like, 4.30 that day that her mom wakes up and notices that Jessica's not home. Shit. Shit. Um. Obviously, something is wrong. She looks at her phone, realizes she missed a call from the school at 10 a.m., saying that Jessica was not at school. Oh, my God, the guilt. Oh, Oh my God, God,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, she didn't do anything wrong. She just was sleeping. But still, like, I don't, yeah. And so, immediately, obviously, calls 911. Something is real freaking wrong. Like, that is Mm -hmm. not right. Right. Um, So, thankfully, the police are able to get there pretty quickly, And get an Amber Alert out. But. Need I remind you of the timeline? And not only that, but like I heard that they didn't get the Amber Alert out for like five hours. Why? Right. Why did it take you five hours to get that Amber Alert out? That's so weird.
0: Because, yeah. I mean, the only thought I can the only reason I can think of is like if they needed a certain amount of hours before they could report her like missing but I mean I would think if she an didn't Amber she... Alert is right, more right that's for
1: kids and she wasn't at school like right right I like I don't know so to recap the timeline okay she leaves the house at eight, probably 8:15 we're thinking 10, 15 minute walk to school mm-hmm. and she doesn't get to school. So she's taken essentially between probably 8.15 and 8.30. Okay. Oh my God. She doesn't get to school. Her mom doesn't wake up until 4.30. 4.30. Right. And the Amber Alert doesn't go out until 9.30 that night. Oh, my God. So, we're talking more than 12 hours after she is, you know, presumed abducted. Yes. 12 hours she's been gone, and this goes out. Like, that's not what an Amber Alert's for. Like, it's for, like, immediate. So, thankfully, the community, like, gets together, like, ASAP. Like, ASAP. Um, they come together and start working, obviously, to search for Jessica. Like, go to houses, walk around. And, like I said, they're in Colorado. So, there's a whole lot of, like, field. There's a whole lot of places she could be. So, they're searching through fields. And, like, so many people get involved that there's, like, divers and helicopters. Like, everybody's searching for her. Like, legit everybody. Good. Yeah. As it should be. Right. Um, and after- I mean, this is a 10-year-old girl. It's a 10-year-old girl. Like, she's not home. That's not right. 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 Um, So after two days of searching on October 7th, like 15-ish miles from Jessica's house, um, a couple is driving home. I don't know where from, but like driving home around midnight. And they see this like brown bag sitting on a neighborhood like crossroad. Don't think anything Mm. of it. They just kind of like leave it, go home, whatever. And then the next day, like the next morning, it's still there. and They think that's kind of weird. So they go and look inside. Inside the bag, there is a pink backpack with a keychain attached that says Jessica. Oh, no. A water bottle that had Jessica Ridgway written on it. Some folded up clothes, a pair of glasses, and a wooden stick. Oh, my God. I know. And at first, like, this couple didn't realize that they were just like, oh, some little girl, like, lost this. So they posted it, like, essentially into, like, Facebook Marketplace saying, like, hey... Did anybody's kid miss this? Like, I have it now.
0: Whatever. Like, a community page or whatever. Right. Yeah, like, like, I think it's called, like, Neighborhood
1: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We have that. (laughs) Right. Um, And it, like, basically, like, immediately someone's like, dude, that's the girl that's, like, missing. So, obviously, they call the police. Get Uh, the police there. Yeah. Right. So, the police get there, obviously, like, as quickly as they can. Like, they think it's Jessica's. Mm -hmm. Um. They look through it, it looks like it's Jessica's, so they start, like, looking through everything in that neighborhood. Nothing was found. But they send the backpack off, obviously, for for forensics. Yeah. And it did show that the DNA on the clothes and the backpack, everything showed that it matched for Jessica. Okay. And it did show a second set of DNA. Okay. Right? And it was obviously run through CODIS. Yeah. And it came back with a match. (gasps) I know that sounds like really exciting, but really all it did, because it didn't give a name. Like, it wasn't like, oh, it's a match for this person. It just matched with another crime. Oh, okay. Right. So the crime is a crime that happened in May 28th of 2012 in downtown Denver. Okay. There's this, like, park. What is it called? Hold on, I'll tell you. Um, Kinter Park. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but Kinter Park in Denver. It's, like, a running trail, basically. It's supposed to be, like, super pretty and scenic and all the things. Right. So this younger woman is going for a run. Because that's what you do on a running trail when it's right. nice outside in Denver. Right. Yeah, So exactly. she's going for a run. As she's running, she sees a man with, like, a hood on. Like walking past her as she's running like the opposite direction, okay, And she gets like a few strides like down the down the path and then starts feeling like somebody's following her. Oh my God. And so she turns around and the guy that had just passed her had turned around and started following her. Oh my God, that's like my worst nightmare. Dude,'s right. That's so scary. <laughs> so then he grabs her like by the <clears throat> waist. I like I'm kind of, like demonstrating for you. So he like grabs oh, her by the my waist. God. And puts a red rag over her mouth. <gasps> no, right. Like this is like the scariest. Oh my god! Right. Um, she does start to get dizzy, but she stays conscious. Like she stays alert enough that she is able to like fight him off, and like he, there's a struggle. Essentially, is what I'm trying to get at. So there's a okay. struggle. He does get her like off the path. And he gets, I believe, like, her shorts down, but she's able to, like, bite him off, pull her shorts up, and run.
0: Oh, my God, good. Oh, my God. Right.
1: And so she obviously, like, gets far enough away from the guy. um. And she's just, like, the whole time she's running, she's thinking about what she just saw. So, like, she's thinking, like, that looked like a much younger person than I would have expected. Huh. Okay. Right? Like, I feel like that's an interesting observation. I would have thought this, I mean, like, Sure, that's that's something worth noting. He's younger yeah. than you would think. Um, brown hair and, like, a medium build's, like, not super fit, because that's why she was able to, like, you know, run away from him. Yeah, yeah, because she obviously is super fit. Right. So, yeah, so obviously once she gets far enough away, she thought through all, thought through all the things, told the police once they get there, um, but the suspect's nowhere to be found. So... That's basically the end of that crime.
0: Oh my god.
1: I'm happy she's okay. Oh, like, 100%. 100%. That's, that's literally one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> but that's where his DNA is now connected to Jessica Ridgeway.
0: Okay. So, mm, So he went from a, I'm assuming, older target... Stronger target Mm -hmm. and changed his M.O. to a younger kid who maybe
1: might not be able to fend herself off as well. Well, it's funny you say that, like, this showed police that it was an escalation. Yeah. Like, he went from, like, an attack to now this person is gone. Yeah. Right? So it escalated his psycho behavior, is what I'll say, like... You're a psycho. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Okay, so to go back to Jessica. On October 10th, two people were picking up trash about 15 minutes from Jessica's house. Um, I keep saying 15 minutes, which is kind of crazy, because I feel like anything in Colorado is, like, an hour from, from where you started. <laughs> like, everything. Yeah. But they're picking up trash, and they find this, like, large trash bag. And one of them tried to pick it up and noticed that it was pretty heavy, so we opened it just to find another bag inside. So once they finally got into the second bag, the two found themselves looking at a headless torso.
0: (gasps) No! Uh
1: Another, this
0: is like full of nightmares.
1: I know. Once the police get there, they notice many clumps of blonde hair. And notice that this had to be the body of a little girl my god they also found some receipts around the site um that looked like it would have to do with like the purchase of these trash bags and like this person had just left it there they went down a whole rabbit hole trying to find this person and it came up non-conclusive like it probably didn't even have anything to do with her kidnapping or the bags or anything
0: okay that's
1: just so ruled out right yeah Um, but once the police were able to confirm that this was Jessica's body, the police turned to the public to ask for help. Like, again, I guess is what I should say. So they asked again. So it was kind of like, if you've noticed a change in behavior in anybody, like, Mm -hmm. if anything is suspicious that shouldn't be suspicious, let us, you know, like, give us a call, let us, you know, whatever. Right. So basically, like, be diligent of your surroundings and the people in your life,
0: like, right. And so, back to the escalation comment, like, because you said he escalated from an attack to, like, literally taking someone, it's even worse, the fact that he, like, potentially cut up someone's
1: torso. Yeah, like, talk about an escalation. Like, a child's torso.
0: Right, like a, t- a child. The... That's insane. That's, like, so drastic
1: I mean, yeah, like you can only monster. think if
0: that was like his first motive. You know,
1: right? Like, what is your motive? Like, she's a ten-year-old girl. What did she do? Yeah. What did she do? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. She's ten.
0: It was probably just a an easy target for him.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's true. Which is sad. So, come December of that same year. The police get a really strange phone call from a woman named Mindy Sig. Okay. Okay. They do, like, the, hey, 911, what's your emergency? Like, you know, what you're supposed to say, whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I'm quoting this, but I'm skipping kind of some of it. I'm giving more context than not. Um, But these are basically her exact words. Hi. um, I need you to come to my house. Um, my son wants to turn himself in for the Jessica Ridgway murder. He just confessed to killing her. He said that he did it and her remains are in my house. Uh, I'm dumbfounded. What? What? Isn't that so... I mean, like, as a mom, what the hell do you... I mean, her remains are in my house? Like, uh, yeah, dude. Like, what? Yeah, that's insane. Right. Um. So the police go to the house of Mindy and Austin sick. So Mindy's the mom, Austin's the son. Okay. The cops like did not believe him, them at first. Like they're kind of like okay, whatever. Like just like kind of go over there to like obviously like scope it out, figure it out, whatever. Yeah. But once they get there and start asking questions hearing Austin's answers really solidifies that like this is this is actually him. He actually oh, did it. shit. So, trigger warning. I'm going to explain some of okay. his answers. This. Okay. So, he tells the police that he parked his Jeep and had seen Jessica walking. That's when he grabbed her and bound her wrist and ankles together with a rope. He took her and put her in the back of his Jeep, drove back to his mom's house. Then, once they got there, he had her change out of her clothes, fold them and put on this like just like a t-shirt and basketball shorts, I think. Then he proceeded to strangle her with the rope that he had already tied her up in. Oh my god. He dismembers her body. Oh my god. And then hid her limbs from his mom and his brother in the crawl space of their house. Oh my god. Right? He tells the police exactly where he put her torso in Winter Park, which is the neighborhood that it was found in. Shit. So like
0: That's so weird. That's so, so weird that like he would confess, but um So weird. I mean Guilt. I mean that had to be the most extreme thing he's ever done, obviously, and Right. It was probably yeah. eating away at him and yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I saw plenty of right. I saw plenty of things though that said that he was just like a weird kid, like okay, he like he was just a weird kid. Which like okay, whatever. Like you could be a weird kid and not murder people, right? But also, where was
0: his mother like when was she like? I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be at school.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be at school. That's
0: crazy,
1: dude. So, obviously, by the time the trial gets there, like, this is basically close. He confessed. Yeah. Already. Um, Austin pled guilty to 15 different counts. Obviously, first-degree murder. Sexual assault of a child, which did come out in her... He didn't initially confess to that, because obviously his mom's sitting right there, which, like... Yeah. Maybe sexual assaults worse than murder. I don't know. But it did show in her autopsy that he had abused her like that. Uh... And then multiple other charges from the attempted attack of that jogger in 2012. Okay, good. Yeah. So everything. For those too. Everything, yeah. Um, so because he was 18 at the time of his sentencing, they were able to charge him as an adult. Good. But because he was 17 at the time of the murder, the death penalty was off the table damn it right so after many days in trial on november 19th 2013 like honestly that's a pretty fast turnaround for the crime to happen catch him yeah and you know trial yeah he was that's sentenced cool. to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 40 years uh. right um, I did read an article on NBC that basically said the only time that this kid showed any emotion at all was when Jessica's mom was talking about the little girl that now she doesn't get to watch grow up anymore.
0: But, like, what and kind other of than emotion that, he was, was he right. showing? <laughs> was it, like, I think remorse he was like
1: sad. or was it, like, he, yeah? Oh, no, it wasn't remorse. He was just sad. Yeah, okay. And the rest of it, he was just, like, straight emotionless. Huh. And now whatever psychopath. prison he's in is, like... Nobody knows what prison he's in for, like, his privacy.
0: Oh, well, damn. So. But that's that all she wrote crazy. for Jessica Ridgeway. Crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have never heard of that. But that's, like, literally, worst nightmare as a runner, worst nightmare as a mother. Right? Like, all of the things all of the things like on both ends worst nightmare as a mother like yeah uh having your child taken or having your child admit to murder
1: dude <laughs> right <laughs> like what would you do hey mom um i killed somebody oh by the way their body is oh. literally in the house i would literally do what she did and call the right. police right away right yeah same yeah oh so. but yeah that's Vidre. Crazy dude. Poor Jessica. Wild.
0: That is wild. Well, um, if you want to keep in touch with us, email us at stayinsidepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at stayinsidepodcast. Follow us on Twitter, which is now X uh, at stayinsidepod. And uh, join our Facebook group. Yeah talk yeah. to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like interact. Um, it's good. We'll, it's fun. Yeah. We'll um we'll start working on getting merch together um cuz I think that would be fun for holiday season coming up. Ayo. Ayo. Um but yeah. So keep listening. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Okay, okay.
1: bye. Bye mm <laughs>